Welcome to the Different Thinking Podcast with your host, Zach Hensrud. All right, yes, welcome on into the Different Thinking Podcast. I am your host, Zach Hensrud, and I'm very excited for today's episode. Today's episode is centered around one idea. How you do something is how you do everything. Uh, I did not make this up on my own. I actually was listening to the Bedros Killian podcast, and uh, it was episode number one, The Five Rules of Life. Now, Bedros Killian is an entrepreneur, coach. Uh, He runs an event very similar to one that I went to. And in his event, his curriculum, uh, in his emails, he shares his five rules. And one of those rules is how you do something is how you're how you will do everything. And it got me to start to contemplate on that. And it's actually a beautiful, beautiful truth. I started to think in, in my own life, these, and I call them, I call it a little bit differently. I call it repeatable patterns. When I'm consulting business owners or when I'm, when I'm coaching agents or spending time with people, uh, and in a consultative, uh, nature, I'll ask them if you, did what you did last week and repeated over and over and over again, will you hit your goals? And if they say no, or if they say yes, what I'm trying to get them to is understanding each week, there is a repeatable pattern in your life. There are things that are continually repeating, continually happening over and over and over again. And that's why you can think, okay, I got time to accomplish a goal. I got time to do this. And ultimately you look up and all of a sudden, like at the time of this podcast being recorded, this episode, it's at the end of 2022. There was goals that were created in 2000 and the end of 2021 that people are waking up to today, taking an account and understanding that, uh uh-oh, I'm either behind, I've either met it or I've exceeded it right? That's the only three matrix. I'm behind, I met it, or I exceeded it. And so if you were to take that time, you would be able to find those repeatable patterns that you did month after month, week after week, day after day that caused you to do those things, uh, caused you to either hit the goal, exceed the goal, or, or be below the goal. So how you do everything is how you do something. There's repeatable patterns. So what inspired me in this episode was to say, wait a minute, there are, there are rules to being a different thinker, especially in leadership. There is rules to being a different thinker. And you may go, well, timeout. I'm not all about rules. I, I, I don't like rules kind of bother me. You have to understand anybody that is successful has rules. Rules is not something that, uh, is oppressive that you, that, that, keep you within a box. A set of rules creates a beautiful thing called clarity. When you know the rules to your game or you know the rules to your life, it creates clarity. Clarity creates freedom because now your choices are not clouded by what you should do. It's very clear on what your next step is. So, Different thinkers live by rules. And you might be going, well, I, I, you know, 
You said in episode number one, Steve Jobs really inspired you uh, for this podcast and and to be a, a a different thinker. He was like the original rebel rouser, right? He talked about being a rebel rouser, but even Steve Jobs operated within rules. Even Steve Jobs had rules that he he lived by and that his his organization lived by. I mean, think about it. It was your that the the idea to work for Apple as an engineer and create computers and just in the Apple alone, you were going to work with impossible timelines. You were going to put the very best in machines. Oh, by the way, you can always do better. Those were those three rules. You were you were going to exceed expectations and deadlines. You were going to be near perfect on everything you do. And oh, by the way, you need to push further and harder because guess what? There's a better way that you could do it. Those were the rules. Those were the rules through his entire entire game or life in Apple or even any of the companies that he worked. You think of Warren Buffett, especially... Uh, like I said, at the time of this recording, the the markets are really a, a big topic. But Warren Buffett says, hey, my rule is I get excited when everyone's nervous and I get nervous when everyone's excited. That's his rules, his rules of investing. So a different thinker has rules. And I, I did not create these rules but I did create the clarity around them. See, I was taught these rules in my time with Coach Satemanali. These are his five rules that he taught me. But I've taken those rules because they're fantastic rules and I've ingrained them into my life and into the ideal of a different thinker. Because I believe if you apply these rules, it will allow you to have that creativity, that clarity. It'll allow you to question the the narratives or the 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 uh, the ideas of that's that conventional wisdom, and it will also cause you to want to grow and develop. And so, in this episode right now, I'm going to share the five rules, and we're going to start with rule number one, which I think is the the most foundational rule and why it's so important to be rule number one, because you could do all these other rules and not have rule number one. And you're going to miss out. You're going to fail. You're going to fall short because rule number one is the most important. And it is very simple. Be open. Be open or as I clarify it even further, tell the truth. Not your truth. Not what you think the truth is. Not what you feel the truth is. Tell the truth. And the first person that you need to tell the truth to is the one when you look into a mirror that's staring back at you. That is the person that you need to tell the truth to the most. Because there are times that that you and I will not want to tell the truth. We will not want to say to that person in the mirror what the truth is. It's very hard to hold yourself accountable. You don't want to feel like you've let yourself down, but it's incredibly, incredibly important to tell the truth, to be open, 
to be open to feedback, to be open to criticism, to be open to the facts. It's incredibly open to be vulnerable. It's incredibly important to be vulnerable. It's incredibly important to tell the truth. So the first step in a different thinker is that that person can tell the truth. They are open. Now, it doesn't mean that you are vulnerable to everybody. Actually, I will be open with you here on this podcast. I am not vulnerable to everybody. There are folks that are in my organizations uh, that, that I work in that I hold at an arm's length. They don't get to know everything about Zach. And it's on purpose. Now, in between the white lines of business, there you get all Zach. You know what I mean? You get, you get the person that is, that is dialed in. But you don't get to know Zach outside of the white lines of business, right? And I know uh, in a different episode, we'll, together we'll, we will cover that, right? Should you be all transparent to your people or not? Should you allow them to come over for dinner or not? And so I think it's, it's something that uh, be open. You don't have to be completely vulnerable to everybody, but you do need to be vulnerable to yourself, your partners, your spouse, your significant other, your mentors, your circle of influence, the people that that are are you're reaching out for advice to. Those are the folks that you need to be accountable to or vulnerable to. Because if you can tell the truth to them, they can help you. If you can be open to them, they can help you. So the first one is incredibly important. And it is one that, I, I, again, without it, you, you cannot succeed. You have to be open. Now, number two, this might seem like I'm going to be on a soapbox, but I think it's incredibly important as well. Not as important as number one. But it is incredibly important and it's called, it is be present or better clarified, be in the moment. I have to admit something. There are times I I feel like Jim Rohn, as he said, I'll be in the office and I will be like, I need to be with the family. As Jim said it, he says, I'm in the office and I'm looking out the window. I'm like, ah, I should be with the, at the beach with my family. Then he goes to the beach with his family and he's watching the waves and he's seeing the kids play and he goes, ah, I should be in the office. I struggle with that. I struggle with that idea of balance. I should be with my family. And then when I'm with my family, ah, I should be out there trying to, to uh, build, create. I should be out there uh, pushing forward uh, this drive, you know, going for my goals. And there's always this, this dichotomy between the two. There's always this, this pull one's pulling the other, right? Well, what's incredibly important about how you do something is how you do everything. Think about your scheduling. Think about your space that you have to work and to be with friends, family, acquaintances, you know what? Cause ultimately you're listening to this, a different thinker, is not one that says, I must only work all the time. Work is the only thing that matters. I need to cut off all human relationships. I need to make sure that I only invest myself into work. 
That's called a psychopath, not a different thinker. There's always, there's always different opposing forces. What I'm saying is a rule is be present where you're at. So when you're in the office, when you're in the boardroom, when you're in meetings or when you're working on that project, you are present, a hundred percent present with that project. Once that time has expired, once you have achieved the, the set goal for that day, that hour, that, that time, what we call time blocking in my organization, we, we call it time blocking within that time block. Then you're able to let go of that, that moment, that present moment and move to the next and be present there. One of the greatest robbers of my presence is my cell phone. Actually, right now, as I'm recording this, I have a ritual. My cell phone is, I would say, over a hundred feet away from me in a drawer upside down. That way I can't hear the or the beep beep, you know, or whatever the notifications are. I don't see the screen light up. I don't see the back of it and wonder, is someone texting me? Is someone reaching out? Am I getting a call? And so, so it's something, my cell phone robs my presence. Actually, not too long ago, it was over a weekend. I was on my cell phone. It was late at night and I started messing around and I was watching reels. I don't know if you've ever done that on Instagram and there's some funny reels. There's some serious reels, but I was watching reels. And I was just scrolling through and I don't know how many I went through and there are some I commented and I hearted, but I was having a grand old time. I looked up and two hours had passed. Two hours were gone messing around on my cell phone. And so my cell phone is my greatest robber of my presence. If we, and I say we, you and I, if we truly time block the way we're supposed to and be present, And again, with that idea, how you do something is how you do everything. Here's where you can find those repeatable patterns. Have that rule. Hey, when I'm here, I'm present. I'm present. So rule two, be present. Rule three, I'm going to speed this up a little bit because they're a little bit more self-explanatory, but it's one of those things that creates a repeatable pattern. These rules over and over and over again create a a repeatable pattern. Number three is don't hide. Now, when you walk into a room, as a leader, and you walk into a room where you are accomplished, where uh, you uh, are notarized, like you people know you, oh, you don't have to hide at all. It's simple. You're out in front. I mean, the ego on some of us when we walk into those rooms, let's be real, be open. That was, that was point number one. The ego that we have, uh, you and I, I'm just as guilty, right? The ego that you can have walking into a room when you are the, the notarized one, when you are when you are, are the experienced one, it's easy not to hide. But if you want to be a better golfer, you got to play with the best, right? If you want to be better at something, you have to extend yourself into rooms where you walk in, you go, oh, wow, I don't belong in here. In those rooms, don't hide. See, the thing is, is uh, going back to Steve, this isn't a Steve Jobs episode. This is actually kind of a hodgepodge of people that, that have really invested in me. But I go back to this quote that Steve talked about, about the world, about life. 
and I'm I'm not reading it verbatim, so you can at me later and say, hey, that's not how the quote goes, but it goes essentially like this. You know, you can stay within the lines and, you know, they tell you not to go outside the lines of, of what society has set up. But when you realize this one thought that this world we live in was actually made up of people that are no smarter than you. It's a freeing thought. Now, he didn't say that, but it's a freeing thought to understand that this world we live in, these businesses, these these organizations, they were created by people that are no smarter than you. It gives you power to understand that you can mold it, you can change it, you can influence it. So don't hide what you have. Don't hide your questions. Oh, that's a stupid question. I shouldn't ask that question. No, ask that question. Oh, I I dealt with this, but I'm going to totally sound out of place if I share this because who am I to share this information? Share the information because by your bravery, by you inputting into the conversation, it will actually help other people. This is what collaboration's made of. You don't have to have all the answers. You can ask the questions that are needed. Don't hide. You were wonderfully made. You are individual, individually made. Like no one is similar to you. A different thinker doesn't hide. And once you understand that, that's going to push you so much farther. All right. Rule number four and five are very, very similar. But rule number four is all in or better clarified. You have to be bought in all of it. You have to be willing to sacrifice. You have to be willing to do the work that's required. You have to be willing to know your why. Like your why has to be all in behind this. If you're not all bought in, like seriously, like this is the moment. Tell the truth. Again, like I said, rule one is so foundationally important. But if you're not all in, then be all out. Don't make a goal that you don't believe in. You have to be all in. All in is is very simple, but very hard to define. Because the only person that can define whether or not you're all in, like you're, you can put forth an effort that people will look at you and say, oh, they're all in. They're all in. But you might not be. Only you can define that. What is all in? Be all in. And, then, and so that's rule number four. Rule number five is very simple, very, very simple. And I don't think it needs any clarity. Never, ever, ever give up. The only time you should ever stop if you're all in, if you're being open, if you're being present, if you're, if you're, are, uh, you're not hiding, the only time you should ever, ever stop is when you're dead. That's it. Never give up. Never stop stopping. It is truth that you're going to come up against obstacles, challenges, fears. You're going to fail. You're going to fall short. You're going to, things are not going to go as planned, but it's not about falling. It's about getting back up. A different thinking leader will always get back up. Mistakes will be had. Things will go wrong. But never 
stop. Stop stopping, right? Never stop. Go all in, never give up. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed recording it. It's one of my favorites already. But these are the five rules of a different thinker. Give credit to Satema Nali, as well as giving credit here to really start the conversation, Bedros Killian. Please check out both of these gentlemen's information. They're, they're fantastic. And so highly, highly recommend them. Until the next time, until the next episode, get your rules set. Feel free to reach out. Again, uh, thank you for listening. It's truly an honor. I hear stories all the time of people that are telling me, you know, Zach, I heard your episode. I really appreciate this. Keep sending that feedback. Thank you again. And remember, today is a great day that you can think differently. Have a great day, everyone.